Mendocino County Remembered. Oral histories collected and published under the auspices of the Mendocino Historical Society for the American Bicentennial in 1976. Read by Linda Pack. Today, from Point Arena, part one of the recollections of Joe Scaramella, born in Italy in 1898. One blustery late March day in 1906, a mother and two small boys in Italy heard the call of the husband and father from faraway California. My mother was a very simple peasant woman who had but two devotions, the family and the church. She had not been outside of her community before, a town about the size of Fort Bragg, not spread out as much but about the same population. I don't think she'd been away 20 miles either way because there was only two ways you could go. That would be up the valley and down the valley because on either side of the valley there were the sheer craggy precipices of the Swiss Alps. So when she got the message, preparations had to be made quite a few months in advance of our departure. Finally, when the day came, which was this blustery March day, my mother was torn by the emotion of leaving her home, her country, her hometown, her relatives, her friends, and embarking on a mission to she knew not where. She was really upset. As far as my brother and I, we happened to be just two little boys, togged out like a couple of little Lord Fauntleroys with the blue sailor's outfits, knee breeches, stockings, and some regular heavy shoes at the bottom. And... To top it off, we had a little round beret with a white tassel on top. So we headed for the station, which was a few blocks away, and my mother had very delicately and carefully selected among her things her most treasured possessions. Some of these were some linen bedsheets and pillowcases. These were treasured. I don't know why, but they were, among other things. So we packed the trunk down aboard the train. We did not see that trunk again until we reached San Francisco. I had seen this monstrous train go up and down the valley, and I had often wondered what was going on at the other end. I'd never been anywhere. So when we got on the train, I immediately made for the window. One of the first impressions that I got, and which I've never lost, was that you can't always believe everything you see because I couldn't understand the phenomenon that, lo and behold, the telegraph poles were going where we were coming from, and we were standing still. I could not figure out how that came about. The telephone pole was just going their way, and I thought we were going the other way. It took me a while to figure out that this was an optical illusion. And many times in life, things are not the way they look. I never forgot that. We reached the metropolis of Milan. There we spent a day making the necessary document preparation, the consular stamps and what have you. Then we boarded the train for our point of embarkation, which was the French seaport of La Havre. We traveled through Switzerland to La Havre to where my father had booked passage for us on a French line steamship. It was not the flagship, either, of the French line. This was 1906, and the ship was probably 20 years old, and it had been used for the purpose of transporting immigrants from Europe to New York. We got off the train, and we were herded into a huge area. There we were subjected to the indignities of some more injections and what have you. Finally, we were ushered aboard the ship. 
and if you have been aboard ship, not in 1906, perhaps, the first thing when we got aboard was the stench of the ship. Even at best, you can always tell when you're getting aboard a ship, and this was not the best. We were certainly in an environment that was totally different from that which we had been raised. We got aboard the ship, we were put down. We were traveling third class, which is a beautiful euphemism for steerage. You go down into the hold, the bowels of the ship, and there was a medium-sized room. The dining table, anchored to the floor, was about where the, the center table is here, and around the sides were bunks. And this was where you put in your time while you were taking the transatlantic crossing. You've been listening to part one of the recollections of Joe Scaramella. Next week, part two. To learn more about Mendocino's rich past, visit any of our county's many excellent museums and historical societies. Go to CaliforniaHistoricalSociety.org for a complete listing. Mendocino County Remembered is produced by Mary Eigner and Linda Pack for KZYX and Z.